I'm Q. I'm Jewish Dave. And this is Bird Road. This is Bird Road. We got three-time returning champion, the Michael Jordan of this podcast. It's really Jam. only his third time? Yeah, it's his third time. James Hearn. Mm-hmm. What's up, man? Uh, another much. I missed you guys. I miss you, too. I'm so glad to have you back. Yeah. So Dave prepared a whole bunch of topics for us to talk about today. Sure. All Gordon, right. What's the... <laughs> well, I want to say, first of all, what we heard at the top was um, <clears throat> a lot of folks who have heard James on the show in his past appearances might not know that he's musically inclined. He's a musician. He's been part of a lot of musical projects around. Uh, he's been... He lived during a brief period of time in the musical projects, um, which are like the regular projects, but... You would think there'd be music. There isn't. Um, so No, just heroin. <laughs> just more heroin than, than usual. James, you gotta you're 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 coming back out of retirement. You had to put on the four or five like like Jordan and step in uh and come out with some some new tracks. Can you tell us about it, please? Yeah. Um my uh my band is called the Handy Dandies, which uh is uh, either um like a way of saying uh, hand job or um uh it's a way of saying hand job. Yeah. Yeah. So um and there's and I guess it's got something to do with like um handy capableness. Handy capability. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So uh either way it was supposed to be it was supposed to be funny. I have two bands that are active right now and and that's this is the one that's got a new album out and the album's called um Little uh Tweaker Pad on the Prairie. Little tweaker pad on the prairie. Yeah, and, and a, this is probably. I, I think it is. It ha, has your nearly decade living in um, in America's flyover, Wyoming, like affected your musical style? Like, has it changed the way that you uh, consider the bars no. and notes? No, no. I um, it's uh, it's it was like this is probably the least creative I've ever been living here <laughs> it's a ringing endorsement everybody go download it or whatever well because i, I was um, asking james where he could find it and he's like you can't is, find it anywhere i'll text it to you the bright side is a lot of this I'll stuff text you and Jersey. then he proceeded to he proceeded to text me track by track the whole album no no no, no. actually uh, um there's uh there's only a three i think two songs on the on the album there I forgot my Reverb Nation password, so I had to sign in under separate accounts for each track. <laughs> Different accounts. <laughs> that would be funny if someone changed their band name because they forgot their Reverb Nation. <laughs> like, you oh know my what? God, you know Fuck that it. happened, right? You know that's happened. <laughs> that's happened How so many, many musicians times. have you met that are just totally fucking idiots, man? <laughs> oh, no. Okay, but this time, like, we'll call ourselves the far out, but with two R's at the end of far. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, that is kind of far out. Even it could be like Jamie far. That's a reference that nobody under the age of 60 will get. Um, so yeah, man, I, I was listening to some of them in like the 15 minutes before we got on. And um, it's in your, it's in your, in your wheelhouse. It's your milieu. It's like your, your, your style. When did yeah. you do all this shit? Is this all COVID like era? Oh no. Recordings? Uh, the COVID era made me want to compile it. It's it's a lot of songs that were recorded in Florida and New Jersey. I think there's yeah. actually literally, yeah, only one. Oh no, three songs on there recorded in um, here in Wyoming, yeah. and they're good. I actually really like them. So your other about talking to my dog. Oh really? Nice. And like, and that like, sounds that's a beer alley, Dave. Yeah, that's Maybe my kind of thing for sure. Call, Dave's been trying to put together an album. He's. It's mostly just turned into this thing that he talks about. It's not a. It's not a real thing. It's just it's a like thing that he talks. Ninety percent finished. I just don't feel has like has been I can, for seven years. 90% yeah, I, I don't feel finished. like I can put it out now. I mean, it's just it's. I, I feel deep down in my fart. You could do it, Dave. Yeah, I agree with him. You could do it. Um. So yeah, man, that's cool. That's good news. It's good to hear your music. It's like the kind of music to um. Just kind of scrape the inside of your skull too, and just yeah, you know, it's, and it it, it 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 occupies the back part of your brain while you're doing stuff with your like frontal lobe. It's that kind of music. It's it's good. That's a nice way to say it's boring. Um, no. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's that thing where like you know, if you don't want to listen to good music because come on, what are you trying to prove? Yeah, just 
listen to this. Dave knows. That's his whole career. Oh, shit. Fucking got you. Hey, you know, I got to tell you, Dave, Dave's music. I listen to that shit while I'm uh, while I'm woodworking sometimes. Oh really? Hasn't okay, that I haven't done it in a while, but like sometimes I'll, I'll blast Dave's music in my shop. That rules. So that, you know, my neighbors will come by and they're like, "That guy ain't listening to no country." <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm listening to some Front Two Forty Two sounding shit, and it's fucking <laughs> yeah, good. Yeah, that guy isn't listening to Lil Uzi Vert. What are all those noises? I'm wait, I'm just I'm over here in my workshop just waiting for WAP to come out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got it. I got it. Waiting for years. A secret, a secret for you is that I know a way to make WAP come out anytime I want it to. <laughs> you know, what's funny is the controversy around it. It's like how many dick songs are out there? <laughs> every every, every hip hop song from like 99 to like no, 2006 goes, was about way a back, dick. Dude. Not even that, man. Fucking Led Zeppelin, you know, they have they have lyrics of uh, squeeze a lemon till the juice run down my leg. Mm-hmm. That's Led Zeppelin, man. That's 70s. That guy's talking about yeah. getting beat the, beat off. But imagine like getting lemon juice in your pee hole. Like Ugh. how much that would hurt. It doesn't hurt. I've tried it many times. Oh. I, I love I love never that la- last week you're you're interviewing a mayor candidate and now we're talking about <laughs> week I was interviewing the person who's probably going to be the next mayor of Miami. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully. I was I listened to that and I was like, Oh, this person's so good. Yeah. We just need um like another eighty thousand of this person. To yeah, run for to like, like sort of balance the skills out a little bit. All right. So before we move on from the promo aspect of the of the show, what's the name? When are you releasing? What's the name of the album? When are you releasing it? And okay, where again, can people like find it? You the know? album is Little Tweaker Pad on the Prairie. Right. And the uh, and it comes out on September 11th. So all you have to do is remember that on September Perfect. 11th, 1814, the British, the Canadians burned the White House to the ground, and then. James's album comes out, the handy dandies. That's an easy way to remember an otherwise forgettable date. Yeah. 9-11, you know, that's, that shit hits hard. That, right here, that, right here in my fart. I'm like, they burned down the fucking White House, man. Goddamn Canadians. Yeah. And then who had to rebuild they it? They won't even let us in our country anymore. Who had to rebuild it? Mexicans. No, not Mexicans, actually, just because James on it. Would be, it would have been narratively, it would have worked really well if it was Mexicans that rebuilt the White House, but it wasn't. It was black people. Um, By black people, you mean slaves, right? Slaves. It was, yeah, because well, that's what it was. It was slaves. It was slaves. That it was a hundred thousand percent slaves. <laughs> Wait, isn't there some controversy over whether it was only a hundred percent slaves or a hundred thousand percent slaves? That would be a really I, that would be a really good album title. You know, uh, the, the I think the real controversy is is uh, they rebuilt our our White House um, because we made them, and then we're like, guess what? No inherited wealth for another two hundred years. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> yeah, have fun um, trying to recoup the benefits of the uh, the GI Bill or what was it? What's it called? The um, uh, the thing that you get where you get the free college. Right back to the GI Track. Do you hear this? <laughs> Bring Jesus. it right back. So um, I don't know, man. How how are things going out there in Wyoming? Give us a, give us an update. I know that we had to squeeze you into this window because you only have like you know comms clearance and Dude. working electricity there you know in a very tight window so how goes yeah it? it's it, this is crazy this whole um moving thing i don't it, we're gonna have to do it like two more times i think but yeah and then we're gonna move to dc trying to find a place out there and trying to explain to my kid we have nine acres here and <laughs> you're um, going to have it, you're gonna bedrooms. have a third of an acre if you're lucky. <laughs> Are you and, thinking about doing like the moving out to the evil suburbs of like Northern Virginia and shit like that? Or are you gonna try to live in? We're actually looking DC in proper. In no, Maryland? DC proper is too expensive. That shit's like five million dollars for a large closet. You know, <laughs> it's crazy. It's I don't know how anybody lives there. I mean, I think about it all the time. Like I could have a house like Jewish Dave's. For such a reasonable price out in Las Vegas, but like, I don't know, I have to live in Vegas. Yeah, but I'd, I'd be near that. near Dave. You would we, love that. You guys would have each other. <laughs> we'd be recording per, in person. We'd be doing like um, like breaking quarantine to yeah, be yeah, around yeah. each other. Probably I'd, getting I'd, each other sick. I, yeah. yeah, I don't know about all that. Ha- Wait, you wouldn't be. Hang on a second. Untie your tongues from each other and all that stuff. <laughs> 
it's it's a slip it's a slippery slope that's the thing if i was like well it's just q of course he could come over but then bullshit it's not a slip it's not a slope it's a cliff it's me and then there's nothing else fuck <laughs> that else. that's bullshit that it's fuck just normal normal i'm going back slope. to the fucking movies then. oh maybe now Hinge. i have to invite over uh, uh rachel's son seth and shit <laughs> like some obscure characters from our past that we never even bothered to get to know that's bullshit I can never look I could never live in fucking Vegas. I could never ever do it. Why? Because of like I'd personal frailty, or because I'd of end up like... broke as fuck, man. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'd happens. I'd spend all my money at Wax Tracks, and then I'd be fucking broke. <laughs> nice yeah. little plug you worked in there for Wax Tracks. No, no seriously, though, like I, I told I told Dave one time, I was like, dude, I will go if I ever go to Las Vegas. I'll probably spend all my time at that store and then go to California. <laughs> Dave will just like recruit you to do his shift. Yeah. Like, no, fuck that. Actually, I'll get, I'll get you you're here, can you just move this stuff around, please? <laughs> no. no, I'll be buying stuff. Um, so that's cool though. When when's your uh, ETA for heading back east? It'll be nice to have you back on the eastern seaboard. I know. I, we can't wait, dude. Oh my god, you want to you want to know something about living out here? It's just crazy. Okay, for one, we're a we're at sixty three hundred feet. My house is right. Yeah. Cheyenne's, I think, sixty two hundred or sixty one fifty. I don't know. Somewhere mile like high. Mile high is for pussies. We're way up there. Way higher than. And that, then yeah. on top of that, um, what else? Uh, oh, it's like a. You ever see um, Oh Brother Where Art Thou? Mm-hmm. Who the fuck movie. are you talking to? It's James. a movie by the Coen Brothers. If you ever get a chance, check those guys out. The who? Um, I don't know who that is. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but uh, there's a there's a line where he where he describes this place in Alabama as a geographical anomaly. Well, Cheyenne is a fucking geographical geographical anomaly. If I have two to buy weeks, two like, weeks from everywhere, dude, I'm telling you, if I have to buy like uh, parts, uh, like parts for the car, part, uh, woodworking stuff, um, uh, tools, if I have to order almost anything, the only people that, do, that I get stuff on time from are Amazon, but I don't buy from them most things. Yeah. And so, oh, and then the food out here, it's like it's early pick. I don't know if you know anything. Thing about that, I have that. no idea what that means. I live, Early in, I live in a means city, like, especially with produce, or it's only for produce. But if you, I eat a lot of produce, so if you get, uh, if you they do early pick, it's before it's really ripe, so they oh. have to chemically ripen it in one way or another. Why is that because of like the supply chain time? Like it takes a long time to get the food there, so yeah. it ripens on the way or whatever. Yeah, 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 and and so it doesn't have it's either doesn't have any flavor or if it or it's gonna be if it's like berries, it's really tart. Um, so yeah, I can't wait to get to the East Coast to actually eat food that's not um, huh. f- fucking stink. So people have like on the in the coastal city, us uh, the the coastal elites like me and Dave mm-hmm. have for a while now valorized and like sort of canonized the homesteader life that you've been living. Right? It's been like I don't know what ten years now. What's your what's your report? Like what's your final final report card on on? doing the whole leave New York city and move into the wilds of nowhere. Like what's the, what's your final grade on it? Um, it would work if you grew your own food. Okay. Like I grew, I grew a lot of our own food, um, like lettuce and spinach and shit like that. That works. The problem is the season out here is super short. So, yeah. uh, you end up spending a little over half the year depending on, um, grocery stores which don't have very good food because the ground is hard as shit right like half the year the ground is no frozen. no the, we have winter for it's it's the opposite of florida man we have winter for like nine or ten months a year yeah so it's just oh god it's disgustingly hot out here james used to live in orlando and even orlando it's i would i would kill to be in orlando right now it's in miami right now it's just like we are really truly reaping the benefits of of the global warming situation right now it's so much hotter than it has ever been. You walk outside, it's just fucking oppressive. I drove by, um, I, I was driving by a, a parking lot of a Walmart yesterday and I got out, I was walking to a store that was near it, just like oppressive Walmart parking lot heat, the kind of shit where it feels like just a fat guy sitting on you and pushing mm. you down into the cement. And there was a line of Walmart, like 50 people outside the front. Waiting for people to come out, you know, because they, whatever, they have some sort of policy in in place, obviously, as a result of coronavirus. And like, oh my God, dude, I just saw it and I was like, this is what, this is what, like, I don't know, 12 months before 
the events of the first Mad Max. Like this right. is the, what, what it looked like. <laughs> like twelve months before, there was lines out the door at at Walmart or whatever. Yeah. Are you, you guys? Can, at you that can't. Point yet, you or can't no? handle it. It's like imagine with somebody who you know doesn't have anything. You know, is gonna feel like trying to like live that life. You know? Yeah. I mean, it's yeah, and like just seeing the levels of obesity as a fellow obese person but these people are poor obese people and in orlando I, you have to pay extra for a fat guy to sit on you um it's like an extra you guys are lucky $10. though speaking of fat guys now i'm the only fat guy on the podcast it used to be that you two were fat and i was no, skinny I, I'm, I'm, i've been gaining weight because i've been spending all this time working on the house i haven't worked out in like uh, three weeks now I don't know, man. You look pretty good, though. You're you're looking svelte. You're, I can always tell from your face. Your face is like, oh yeah, yeah. You go from you know like uh, extra in training day to like you know like uh, more like DC area punk rock guy. Like you you, you have a, a transformation where you like kind of slim down. So you yeah, my face narrows good. a lot. I Dave, still got it in my hips though. Dave and Dave. It completely transforms. He's like yeah, a Dave makes us both look like a couple of fucking cows. He's like a video. He's like a Mario character. He's like Mario when Mario gets a mushroom. He's like <laughs> <laughs> mushrooms are fun, <laughs> especially with Netflix. Man. You just find a show to watch. Netflix and, and Shroom is that a thing? I never just... heard about Netflix and Shroom. I, I, um, I made it up in Jersey, and it, it's awesome. So I was going to ask you, try to have like a little music conversation. Like I was wondering, like, what did you do? Did you perform at all? And all those, because you used to live in, James used to live, Dave, in like one of the, I mean, as much as anything can be cool in Orlando, which is really hard because Orlando is just like a city that's been painted on like a smear of, of, of lakes and um, swamp. But he lived in like the cooler part of town. Mm. Uh, and I don't even remember what that area was called. James, College was that the winter, winter park, winter park, college right? park, or college park. Okay, so he lived in this cooler part of town. A lot of cool pubs and just like double down type places, just like just in the area, and then like um, just in within the vicinity of his house, and then like maybe ten minutes away was downtown Orlando, which at the time was pretty cool. Like it was a cool place to go to. There were some some cool spots there. And everything was like live music back then. Did you ever play or did, did you like yeah. ever go to like, did you ever play over at Will's or whatever? Remember yeah. that place Will's we used to go to all yeah, the time? Yeah, yeah, I played at the old Will's pub and I've played it, uh, I've played all over Florida, DeLand and Gainesville. And I never went really, uh, um, I never went further down than Palm Bay only because uh, I wasn't interested yeah. uh, in going any further. But uh, I played um, Tallahassee, a couple bars there, and oh wow, you went all the way up to Tallahassee. That's a no. Trek. I went all the way up to Georgia, and and uh, I've even I like with my old band, we played all those places, and then um, when I kind of had a new band, I played Jersey. I played Newark and uh, Clifton, and uh, actually at a pretty famous bar in Clifton, and then um, I played. Um, that was about it. Yeah, I, never, I didn't get to play New York City only because I. Well, you were there solo. There. You were you, like you didn't have your bandmates around, right? No, like I had, your brother I had a band. and. Yeah. I, oh no, really? I, I met people who played. I scared the oh. shit out of our drummer. <laughs> I was fucking afraid of me, man. Was fucking. No, but why? Like you got to unpack I'm, that a little bit. I'm irreligious. It was crazy irreligious. <laughs> 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 I, I wrote a song called. Uh, Mary father suicide all about uh it was a uh, marry one uh fuck one kill one and it was okay uh, yeah like about was... about the holy trinity or yeah 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 well no uh, <laughs> god god marry jesus you know marry yeah. one god kill, fuck one marry and then there's a lot of wordplay there kill one jesus yeah i like yeah. it yeah he quit like shortly after. <laughs> we, it was like pretty right after that. We lost the whole rhythm section. And from there, it was not much else we could do. Did you? So you weren't? You didn't really get that involved in the in like the local scene or whatever in New York. I mean, like you were technically in Jersey, but I remember you were really close though. You just came right over the yeah. The yeah time was, we hung out in the city. It only yeah. took you like fifteen minutes to get to 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 the Midtown, basically. I went to a few shows in in uh, Brooklyn and a couple shows in Manhattan. And then um, yeah, I saw some good bands at Bowery and all that. 
It was fun. Yeah. Was, was CBGB still York open was... when you when you lived there? What? Was CBGB still open? No, they there? had just closed. As a matter of fact, they closed the week I moved there, and then they um and then they opened a fucking hot dog spot on uh at the Newark airport. Like a shit, you know, like, they opened like a hot dog place at the Newark airport, <laughs> airport or the um yeah Newark International in Elizabeth. Dave, what's the furthest we went out to perform? Have a suit, right? Perf- have a suit, yeah, it would be. But, but that wasn't like really a-, a performance, but still, I mean, it, it counts. It was more like stage crafting. Yes. <laughs> like <laughs> that's what nobody shows, man. That's, yes. That's an empty yeah. audience, man. It's just like free practice, I guess. This is just free practice. Anybody have a video play, camera? Man. No, because it's 2003 and nobody has a video camera. So, Oh, dude, there's like five pictures. It's really weird that we never went to California. <laughs> it is weird. No shit, especially since it's right over the mountain. Yeah. Yeah. We we really should have done some like Bakersfield shows or not Bakersfield. <laughs> Bakersfield, um, oh fuck, no, that's, that's, your, that's your old stomping grounds. <laughs> that's your like childhood area. No nah, man, um, I, I grew up on the coast, dude. I was on the. No, ocean. that's right. You were out in um Lompoc, Lompoc County. Yeah. yeah, scary place. Yeah, that's where they keep all the criminals. That's where so like Lompoc. Isn't... Lompoc uh, I, I talked to this dude from Compton once, and he goes, "Where are you from?" And I said, "Lompoc." He goes, "Oh fuck." <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I was born in federal detention. Born and raised there, man. He's like, raised by Cameron Poe. Yeah, I don't know. I was trying to bait Dave into talking a little bit more about our music taste, but he's not buying it. He's really distracted by his phone. So that's. I, I told. I, I started I, to bring I, up I, California. I, I use. I said the word California. Yeah, I was bringing things up. <laughs> I, I was, uh, I was, California. Thanks. You guys Dave. could have played somewhere cool like Modesto. Yeah, yeah. Modesto or. Um, uh, I, I think it would be cool to play a bar in Bithlow. How about that, James? Oh, you get killed. You would get killed. <laughs> as soon as they find out you're Puerto Rican and not Filipino, they would fucking go crazy. <laughs> I would just have to like commit to the Filipino bit. Totally lose it. I went to Bithlow one fucking time. One of my friends was like, let's go to a figure eight race. I'm like, no, nah, man, no. No, let's go. We'll get drunk. I'm like, all right, that sounds fun. So I went. I go in line for beer. And there's like 10 fucking guys wearing uh, um, jackets with all kinds of Ku Klux Klan shit on it. Went back, went back to the ra- uh, to the rafters. I grabbed Cindy and I said, we got to go. You and brought my, Cindy my... to fucking Bithlow? You yeah, yeah. psychopath. What the hell's yeah. wrong with you? They probably wouldn't I, like I me there either. I was like, fuck it, I'll go. She my Bithlow story. James, you're actually a part of my only Bithlow story. I was like, uh, so we used to sit at this little fucking singular wireless dealer- dealership and um, like it would get busy for like three hours a day and we would just be like screaming at each other and like, fucking get it, get the thing, you get the thing. And then the other like eight hours a day, we would just be bored and just staring at the wall and talking shit. And yeah, a lot um, of talking shit. A lot of talking shit. And uh, well, I was fucking broke as hell. I was basically indigent and I was, um, I found. In the early internet, uh, somebody was selling this really nice truck for, um, they were selling it for, for two grand, for 2000 bucks. And I was like, oh my God, no fucking way. And I asked James, I'm like, James, where's Bithlow? And he's like, you don't want to go there, man. Don't fucking drive out there. Uh, and so I got a ride um, and it was far, super, super far. And got out, went to the person's house. The, I'm, you're in country. Like, I mean, in the sticks, it's stinks it smells bad it's like just like not a place you want to be walk up in this very like presentable very nice like upper middle class home that these people had and knock on the door clean cut lady answers the door not a hillbilly not a hick nothing husband comes and he's like oh yeah so you saw the car um you know whatever we sit down to you know negotiate and i'm like okay well uh, i want to take a look at it it looks really really nice and he's like yeah well you know that's why we're holding out for cash offers whatever and, he, and I say, okay, well, you know, I can actually afford it right now. I mean, and I, I'd like to test drive it, but um, I, I want to put dibs on it right now because I'll take that thing for $2,000. And he goes, $2,000? What are you talking about? This stupid motherfucker had put forgotten to put a zero in the price. And I know it wasn't a scam because what what the fuck is the point of that scam? Yeah. Like, it's it's like, oh, okay. Well, I get it. <laughs> so it wasn't a scam because it was literally he just forgot to put a zero and so he felt like shit 
Um, you could tell he wanted to be pissed because I can't. I was like, I'm coming with cash. I'm ready to go. <laughs> it's like I'm gonna buy this thing off of you right now. I'm ready. Here's two thousand bucks. And but he could only be pissed off at himself because it was his fault. And the son of a bitch had to fucking uh, give me a ride back into Orlando because he felt so guilty about it. So uh, which was not fucking close. But yeah, that's my only Bithlow story. I don't know why I brought up Bithlow. I just thought it'd be a. It's a funny name of a place it is some, some places have a good... confederate like soldier yeah. or something yeah who like like raped an ox and <laughs> yeah got stuck <laughs> in it and then they were like because that ox happened to be really good at kegels and they were like and they had their rescue and they were like we're named this fucking town after you dude <laughs> this is hereby named bithlow uh township and uh in honor of our forefather bithlow johnson <laughs> And it's funny because they could have named it Johnson, yeah. but they named him Pithla. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, man. You know, I read a whole fucking thing about as long as we're on a Central Florida kick. Dave, you can chime in whenever you want. Um, <laughs> no, I read, Pithlo. I read this... Okay, that's where you're talking about. <laughs> you to... that place? Didn't I bring you, Dave, with me to Daytona one time for like a whole week? Oh, God. And Daytona, like, why? Didn't I like make love to you a bunch of times in like a CD hotel. Oh, okay. oh that was that a girl. Sense. That was a girl that I was dating. That <laughs> <laughs> was a completely different person. I'm sorry. I don't know. You I must not things. like that girl. <laughs> Take her to sucked. Daytona. It's like, the, it's like the, it's like even rednecks go through Daytona and they're just like, God damn. <laughs> the hell's going on here? These people are fucked. I, um, yeah. It, it, I mean, like, have, it, have either of you ever been to Myrtle Beach or no? As long as we're talking about trashy places, yeah, Myrtle yeah. Beach is like peak garbage. St. George, Trash. isn't it like the Lake Havasu of Florida? <laughs> Myrtle Beach. <It's, laughs> first of all, it's in South Carolina. Uh, um, yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, but yes, the answer is yes. He, not he that tried. Not that different. Not that different. Not that different. Myrtle Beach <laughs> is the Lake Havasu of places that aren't in Florida, being Florida-like. Yes, he tried. We went to. That's we went counts. to uh, St. G- St. George in um in upstate New York, uh, Cindy and I did, and the place was so fucking trashy that I was just like, I kind of want to just piss outside. Yeah. <laughs> like I just want to do it because it smells like somebody else. Like a feels lot of right. Have. Which yeah, is ironic like, because in the city, everybody piss, pisses outside, and yeah, I mean oh, in New it York, just yeah, always on, smells man. like it. Yeah. Yeah, in New York you got to do the lean. There's a lean you do. Oops. <laughs> Settle down, Tiger. You do um, lean and you, you just kind of lean out forward. And pretend you're, you're like, drunk. Or pretend leak. you're just like gathering yourself. Yeah, pretend and... you're taking a leak. <laughs> Everybody knows what you're doing. Um. So what do you think about... Okay, I got some things that I wrote down that we can talk about. Dave, are you joining the group that I saw the uh, that was protesting, right? Not far from where you live. No Mask Nevada. Mm. Are you going to be a part of... <laughs> Oh. Guys, everybody, James is taking a piss right now. He's showing us how the lean works. He's showing us exactly. I like how he's giggling getting, while he was doing it. We're getting the floor show. You don't giggle when you piss. Do you ever do that when you're taking a leak and there's somebody like stands next to you and, or, or you, somebody's already there and you like pull, you like, go to the next urinal you know, and you just go, come on, get out. Get out. Come on. It's not that bad out here. Do that. You're, making, funny. you're making me out to be an asshole right now. Or say like, oh fuck, I forgot my tweezers. <laughs> no, but I do groan when I'm when I'm drunk and pissing in public. I groan very loudly. Oh, to, I've to, heard it to many put times. People up. <laughs> oh fuck me! Like that, it never that seems movie. weird either in, like, in the moment because I'm no. Usually it seems drunk like perfectly too. normal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just chuckling yep. next to me. <laughs> <laughs> About 200 people gathered Saturday morning at South Las Vegas inter- at a South Las Vegas intersection it's with no masks sad in fucking sight. People armed with flags, signs, and banners to protest what they said is an unconstitutional mandate from Nevada Governor Steve Sisolak. It was a sixth demonstration the No Mask Nevada PAC has organized to protest face mask restrictions. Dave, when you drive around Vegas, are people are people wearing the masks or no? Like, what's what's your um, I would say the majority take? are, but you anywhere you go, you're going to see a couple of people that aren't, or you see like a little fucking white family, you know, of like, you know, six kids and they're, none of them are wearing masks and the parents aren't. But for yeah. the most part, though, luckily, most of Nevada that I've seen has been wearing them. 
So no mask Nevada chair, Melissa Blundo <laughs> said <laughs> that's her name. Oh said people God. from across the political spectrum. These people always have the best names. Like it, it never disappoints. It's never just like Terry Johnson or something <laughs> like that, who would be married to Bithlow Johnson or a descendant, I would say. Um so her quote, Melissa Blundo, is uh, talking about the pandemic. You can find statistics on one side or the other, she said. So it's irrelevant. Our goal, our goal about our movement is that the mask is a choice, not a mandate. Yeah. You know, now, it's really... If you wanted to talk, if you wanted to consider, which I don't, if you wanted to consider a fetus to be a, a living thing, which I don't because, like, most of us learn in fifth grade, there are these, like, uh, a very rigid laid out set of characteristics that define life. And one of them is like that you can breathe on your own, that you can live on your own, that you can, you know, uh, you know, that that's life. Like there are all these things and a fetus only ticks off like two or three of them. And the other four or five, a fetus doesn't, you know, so let's assume though, let's pretend that a fetus was a living thing. And you were talking about doing something to harm that living thing. And I have a, I have a feeling that this woman, Melissa Blundo, I don't know her, but I would guess that her logic about the my body, it's my choice. You can't make mandates about it. I have a funny feeling that her logic might, um, you know, be a little different when it's uh, applied to, to to that example. I don't know. Well, um, think about how crass and callous and just fucking misanthropic these people are. Because uh, if they catch it they're going to end up in a hospital and they're going to be using up resources. This is the part they're yeah. not getting, you know, and, and, you know, um, another thing is this country has always kind of pri had pride in itself with um, this sense of stewardship that the Rush Limbaugh's of the world have, have, you know, chipped away at for the past 30 years. And, um, and now we have, uh, um, Two generations of just crash, uh, crass, trashy, fucking shitty people, and and another thing that bothers me about this is they. Um, it, it is generational. Like you talk yeah. to people who are millennials, um, who actually had to suffer through some shit. Like millennials didn't have it easy. They paid more for fucking everything. They have to work harder. Yeah, they and came they in have, out of college at literally the fucking worst time ever to come yeah. out of college. Yeah. Yeah. And then you have Gen Xers and you have fucking uh, boomers who sat at desks, got fat, and they're pissed because they're all fucking diabetic now. Yeah. You know, and, you know what I'm saying? It's, and dying it's, so fucking slowly. Like, oh my God. Slowest dude, generation to fucking, fucking die. time, dude. Holy shit. Kick the fucking bucket. Fuck. Not all of you have to live to be like 102. Jesus <laughs> Fucking Christ. God damn What's his name? Les Moonves died the other day. And he was like 119 or something like that. What the man. fuck, man? Die already. I, I, I was thinking about this the other day. How I feel like our generation, the Gen X, is like we're probably going to be like the last generation that when we get old, people, like the younger generations have to apologize for us and be like, oh, he's, he's from a different time. Yeah. You know, because like I was sending Dave the picture today of an ad that I got served up on Facebook for a t-shirt. The t-shirt had like, it was like a four image t-shirt, like a screen printed t-shirt with like four images. It was like rock beats paper, uh, no, uh, paper beats rock, rock beats scissors, scissors beats paper. And then it had like a picture of a woman on her knees in front of a guy. And it was like, but nothing beats a blowjob. It's like, who the fuck in the year 2020 is ordering that shirt and wearing it? And I was like, is it like, oh, just like young people. They're so crazy. And it's like, no, no young no. people are ordering that. That's a fucking 44-year-old dude yep. who's like, you know, got no kids and is like, like just fucking up his life left and right. And uh, it tr in, in like transitional housing or some shit like that, and uh, it's it's our generation. We're the last generation that's gonna last laugh at the joke like paging Doctor Faggot. Like nobody, <laughs> like nobody younger than us yeah. is ever gonna laugh at that. That's a horrible joke. And it, it, it's but it makes us laugh our asses off, and we lament the fact that that joke can't exist anymore. And for that, what? we're going to be the generation, like the way we're apologizing for our parents right now, 
our not just our kids but like just people marginally younger than us like 15 20 years younger than us are going to be apologizing for us i i can i can honestly say the um a lot of parts of the movie airplane make me cringe now <laughs> dave they tell do. people what you were watching the other day what kentucky fried movie oh my what? god that movie no not that has a super oh. cringy bill moment. and ted Oh yeah, Bill and Ted. That was also uh, had had a couple of moments. I, actually, I think I've watched like four movies in the last like week that all say "faggot" in it. Yeah, <laughs> just, like, it's just every not... single movie said that word in like the nineties. Yeah, it's like pre oh, in the eighties, twenty ten. No, it's before twenty ten. It was it, yeah. it had it before twenty ten. There was also like a weird panic over. Um, I mean, we're not covering any new ground here, but like there was when. You know, because you were talking, James, about like the way that we judge the generations and it's like, okay, well, we can judge baby boomers for their entire time as the relevant political force in the country. They chose to make their whole political project just be like enriching themselves, cutting their own taxes. Uh, You know, we talked about the book before, Generation of Sociopaths, and how like if you apply the DSM manuals um, definition of what a sociopath is to the entire generation of baby boomers, like uniquely they fit the role right yeah. where we're going to be judged is <laughs> when we were in control of culture and of entertainment we were terrified of the idea of um of transgendered people and like that was i mean so much of the shit that we that we and and like everything everything we did was so transphobic like all these movies and tv yeah. shows and everything was like it's a man under there and he's gonna fuck you and shit like that and it was like <laughs> oh my god look he's got and you, it's still living today like if you go in the shittier parts of social media you see people posting like memes with like a guy in drag with like a, a full beard and it's like do you want this pissing on your daughter and it's just like wait what you'll find you'll find stuff with uh the trump people where they still call like michelle obama a man right mm-hmm. yeah and, and uh, oh the, those are some of the most grotesque photoshops that they do and i oh my god dude. <laughs> i have a friend that he he uh um he was he was like well i, I think that, that person is trans and I'm like, yeah, so what? Who fucking cares, man? Yeah. And like, well, you know, like, what are they supposed to do? It's like, dude, what are you supposed to do? Shut the fuck out, Calm the fuck down, dude. Nothing yeah, to fucking exactly. do with Fuck. I got tons of trans friends. I know you don't. <laughs> I was like, actually, I have a lot of trans friends. Uh, yeah, that was one. downtown Orlando. And, yeah. Uh, and Orlando is very much like that. Yeah. It's, it, it, it's, it's good to grow up in places like that or to live in places like that, to actually interact with people that are fucking like a little bit different and. I feel like the way that they talk about how Americans never travel, like we also never like Americans also like never travel outside of their little sphere of wherever they are. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. not like people in Missouri don't just not go to France or I don't know, Tokyo or whatever. They also don't go to Chicago. They yeah. don't go to Miami or maybe they probably go to Vegas actually, but <laughs> that's a yeah, whole yeah. different thing. Yeah. We, uh, um, yeah, our generation, I think, will be the probably one of the uh, last generations where, hopefully, hopefully, if we go in the right direction, where our kids will sit there and just be like, "Hey, listen, uh, he says some fucking weird shit," and you know, just he's from another time, another era. You know, he voted for Trump so hard. Trump was president when he was alive. It's like, I mean, imagine how that would have been. I got I got to say guys, I'm a little less hopeful than you two um about the next generation. I think that there's still going to be plenty of them. I I don't know, Q, did you watch Boy State yet? No, I haven't watched it. I heard really great things about that. It's though. really really good. Um but But those that, numbers are so small though. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Boy State, give give a little encapsulation of what that movie's about. It's basically about this school so where uh they they took a thousand uh students that are interested in politics and they have to uh basically create a government from from the ground up and a two-party system, but it's not Republicans and Democrats. It's just two separate parties. And right. uh, it's like and, arbitrarily, the, the the rules are like arbitrarily made, and yeah. it's supposed to be like it's supposed to be like representative you. of what you know what mm. we've created here in this country, and all happening within the, the scope of a week, and just the division that it creates, like naturally, because that's just what any kind of party based system of government is going to do, and 
a lot of these kids, and these kids are the next generation of not only politics, but the next generation of, you know, I, I guess influencing politi- you know, political ideas and stuff like that. A lot of them are it, well, like, if you look down conservatives. The, <laughs> if you look down the, the who's who of who was has been part of this, because this is a program, my understanding is, it's a program that's been around for a really long time. Yeah. Um, it there's like like almost like, like a huge amount of the bil- list of billionaires who mm-hmm. are you know American billionaires are from there like uh, everybody influential from in the in the realm of political that's particularly like um, on the conservative side because like isn't it the case that and you saw the movie already Dave or no yeah okay so like isn't it the case that the the government that they make is like Cons- like the, t- the the two party system is like conservative and like insanely fascist, and those are the two <laughs> poles. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's really far. Yeah, really far away from one another. Um, and yeah, it's just uh, I don't know. It's just it's tough to get excited about a new generation doing anything better. I don't know. That that's kind of my takeaway. Maybe that's just like a, a negative takeaway from it, but that's just kind of what I got from it. Um, well, uh, one thing. Um... It only takes a um, it it only takes a minority to take power and to keep it. Hmm. Yeah. It's just you have to make sure that you have the power and you marginalize the fuck out of everybody, out else, everybody else or scare yeah. the others. Um, the reason why I disagree with you a little bit, Dave, is um, I honestly believe because you're Jewish and you're wrong all the time. Yeah, yeah, and that's my sure. one hang-up, Mister. Oh, no. uh, I'm completely accepting of everybody except the <laughs> fucking Jews. God damn it! Yeah, yeah sorry, I, I just can't stand it. Um, uh, no, um, usually when there's um, a fascist uh, leader, and after things have worked out, like um, a new government comes to power and a regime change of, of sorts, usually people who were leaned toward that um toward that fascist statist fucking weirdo fucked up person type usually they will start to hide who they were with Mm, oh no i wasn't a trump supporter oh no i didn't support hitler that's gonna be interesting to see yeah I'm, i'm looking forward to if that ever is the case with trump who i don't think fits the modern i feel like he him and by virtue of him his entire circle um, they have fascistic tendencies, but I, I think they're too lazy to engage in a fascistic, in a, an actual program of fascism. It's like well, random sh- shots fired of fascism. Like it's well, like, they're ignorant. That's the problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, they, and, they and also they're just lazy. They're all like, they're all third generation wealth or like first generation grifters who are really just trying to like scam the end of the day to the next day. They're like, yeah. they're just trying to be like, keep the fucking thing afloat until literally the next it's it's honestly they are all they all remind me of um of 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 howard from fucking uncut gems they're just trying to survive until the next day yeah and scam enough people to keep everybody at bay and then tell enough lies that they can just like okay tomorrow's a new day i'll try to fucking figure it out then yeah but and there's a laziness and like a lack of character in there well, I yeah. think of fascists as being, and James has a degree in political science. He knows this better than than than, than we do. But like, um, I think of fascists as being like organized and steadfast and very committed, and like to their horrible idea of fascism. Like they're gonna make it happen with military precision. I, I mean, like I, that just no, kind of not comes from like just... my, my understanding of like Italy and in, in, in the you know in the thirties, but. No, it, you can be a fascist without being uh, very motivated or even educated. Uh, none of those people it. are educated. Um, they're very obviously not educated. Um, even if they are educated, how many people who went to college do you know that never picked up a book when they got out? Yeah. You know, so th- they start that decline. If you don't, your brain is a muscle. If you don't use it, you lose it. And so what's going on is you have a bunch of people. If they went to college, I guarantee you they didn't read a book the second they got out. Um, so they are lazy, definitely that. But the people that they have who might be motivated are either too low on the on the ladder to really make a difference, or if they're high, like take Stephen Miller, 
they're not educated enough. So Stephen right. Miller, he can't just go like, we're going to stick it to the fucking Muslims. Here's how we're going to do it. I've got all the legal stuff figured out. Yeah. No, I've got a whole political just, plan. That's going to, that's going to be seamless and it's going to work. You know, yeah, he doesn't have that. He says, I want to do this. And then they, they go to their lawyers. But the problem is they have like the, the Fourth F tier lawyers. Yeah, now. exactly. They have the worst. So they're just like, what book do I look in for that? I just, I don't know. And so, and, and, and so there's that confusion. So, and then on top of that, Trump's management style is everybody's against everybody. Hmm. And yeah. so there's no Famously, cohesion yeah. either. And because of that lack of cohesion, um, I don't think he'll ever totally pull off a fascist state, but he's definitely a fascist. Yeah. But I, the, the, again, the thing that we, that we talk about, and we've talked about this, I mean, a million people have talked about this, that the real fear is the groundwork that somebody like Trump would lay for somebody who would come in and be competent later. Oh, uh, yeah. And so what what Biden needs to do is uh, he needs to cede power. He needs to give power back to Congress. And yeah. that's that's like the biggest thing he can do. Um, he can the, the, the executive branch has become insanely like completely autonomous they gotta fucking hobble it they've got yeah. to hobble it they've got to just take it down a, a few a few pegs like maybe take it down even pre-truman yeah i just mean it, 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 it's crazy now i wonder if there's anything to the idea that though that like once you've accrued all this power it's kind of a genie out of the bottle like i i if 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 somebody comes back into power in three uh, three election cycles from now and just decides like no we're going back to the days of of dick cheney's view of executive power and i'm just gonna make it happen during my you know again with more ruthless precision than anything that we've seen coming from the trump administration because they're ruthless but they're not precise and i I just I, i wonder if it's the kind of thing where you're just like it's like the first time you jerk off when you're like 11 and you're like, oh, shit, I can do that. Damn, I'm going to just do that. That's awesome. I'm going to keep doing that. I can imagine somebody who I mean, once at this point, you've seen we've seen what the executive branch can do. And I think Congress is just always going to be so split. Right. And it's like, how how can how these two houses that are divided always be um, the 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 centuries? the sentinels against this unified whether it's right or left or it's not really left but whether it's right or center whether it's republican or democrat the executive branch is unified even now these days the the supposedly apolitical parts of the of the branch that fall under the more administrative side of it like the department of justice or whatever all of it's politicized it's all going to fall underneath the side of whoever the occupant of the white house is you got a unified front in the executive branch, and then you're going to have always, you're just always going to have a fractured to how, you know, bicameral system over here in the legislature. And I just, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm a little worried about, like I said, the genie being out of the bottle and it being hard to get it back in. Well, and again, uh, Congress needs to wrest power from the executive and they need to do that. Um, I honestly think that uh, progressives, that's what they should be going for. I know that a lot of the other things that progressives want, um, they're nice and I, I, they would be great to get, but it won't mean shit if we, if we end up with another Trump, but, or, or not even Trump, let's say Liz Cheney, rep yeah. Liz Cheney out of here in Wyoming. She wants to run for president. She will run for president. She's and she'll exactly have all the on, orga, organizational and institutional backing that Trump never had. Yeah. She's inherited her dad's stuff. Okay. Her contact, his contacts. That's his seat from when he was in Congress, isn't it? Before he became a Senator. No, he was actually in out of Texas. Oh, he he was in Texas. He he had to move his citizenship to Wyoming to be the vice president for, uh, for, um, I didn't know that W yeah. Um, that was like one of the first things he had to do. So, uh, um, he, he had a lot of interest out here because of Halliburton though. Right. Um, so let's say she got it. She's on board with Trump in every way. Right. But with all his contacts, with all of her dad's contacts, with all of her new contacts, with all of the few competent people that might be under Trump. Right. And whatever it, the fuck was inside that human sized locker in his office in the West Wing. Yeah. It, it's, that's like the fucking the eye of Sauron or I don't know, some fucking thing that can you know, they have the machinery 
that family. I mean, they're as jacked in as the Bushes are. Yeah, yeah, they've got everything there. And so um, if we have a Liz Cheney get in there, we're in trouble. Because if she because if she decided, yeah, you know, I do want to stick it to the Hispanics and the Mexicans, or whatever, she will, and she and she'll not only do it, but she will know how to do it, and she'll get it done, and she'll do yeah. it right, and she'll do it quickly. So, um, and there won't be any. Oh, I wonder what, what's going to happen. I wonder if I should get a passport and take the fuck off. No, it'll just be like it's too late. She's in. Yeah. It's too late. So we need Congress to wrest power back from the executive. That has to happen and has to happen like first term. It has to fucking happen. Um, uh, the other thing we need is we need for for Biden to um, he needs to use the bully pulpit. The, the thing that Obama failed at was he didn't yeah. use the bully pulpit. He could have been that progressive president, but his failure to use the bully pulpit it, it killed it, and I know why he did it because he, he was black. Yeah, and well, he famously, every time, every time the, the, he'd go th- out the there, thing that they say about him, him, yeah, yeah, the the thing that they say about him is that he famously like hated politics, like he hated or hates, continues to probably. He loves the aspirational side of it. He loves the branding side of it. He loves the campaigning, and he loves the you know the interaction and the ideas and like you know whatever. He loves the PR aspects of it, but he very rarely would go meet with Congress, which I kind of can't blame him because half the Congress had straight up said, like, our only job is to get rid of him. And then first, which was the first time anybody had said that about a, um, a freshly elected president or a sitting president or whatever. But he didn't commit himself to, I mean, I look at some of the fucking madcap and, and, uh, and half baked as they are, the things that the Trump administration tries to do. And a part of me is like, fuck, man, that's actually creative. That's a creative, yeah. horrible way of doing a thing. But, like, good for you. You know, like, just just, just pulling fucking mailboxes off the street. Fucking yeah. brilliant. Yeah, it is. It is actually brilliant. <laughs> like, what if I just what if I just wrote an executive order to, to, tomorrow that said but, that, uh, every, that my opponent's um, votes count for me? Like, this I, is... I, I, Brazen. This has been this this is this isn't like new new and totally their idea. Um, you take a look at Kentucky. Kentucky just uh, removed ninety five percent of their polling. Yeah, ninety five percent of their polling places of, in the primary out of black yeah. cities. There's a yeah, there, Louisville. There, I think Lexington has one polling place now. Yeah. yeah, because that's where all the black people live. Right, right. So it, it, you you take a look at that, and, and you can't do that at a state level. You can't or you can't take mailboxes away at the state level so it's the same thing if, if what you're doing federally. is you take away all the mailboxes out of black neighborhoods or black majority cities and that's what they're doing they're not going to the suburbs you know they're mm. not going to the suburbs and taking mailboxes down they're going into the cities mm. and and that's and that's what um and that's what that's what's brilliant about it but i don't see it as any different than voter suppression at a state level right yeah i mean like you're telling me that I, I realize the whole mantra is supposed to be like they go low, we go high, or whatever. But you're telling me that Obama couldn't have come up with like I don't know, just like free carnival cruises for people over the age of 65 in Florida on on the first week of November. Like fuck it, <laughs> just like I mean, just come up with shit, man. Have some imagination. Like be like, oh yeah. First of all, um, there's not going to be mail-in voting this year. Sorry, folks, especially folks in Florida. But I do have good news for our seniors. You're going to be uh, heading to Sandals, Jamaica, for free. <laughs> now, you're not going to be able to vote. Sorry about that. But when are you going to get to see Sandals again? Enjoy. Probably never. Your beat is going to kill you. <laughs> you're probably going to die. <laughs> but I, mean, I don't know. Good, uh, Obama I just wish that way. Democrats yeah, that were like good. a little. You like the impression? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I thought, I thought it, was it was pretty good. A little, a little hammy. Um, I just oh, wish that that that. Democrats or even the left were just like a little more cunning and I don't well, you know, we, we stand uh, on I ceremony like, too much. I like, I like to listen to Rick Wilson and uh, God, I, you and your Rick Wilson, dude, I, I see you retweet. I love him, dude. And I'll tell you why. Cause he's, he's, he calls it like it is. And you he's know, an it, Islamophobe. He said, the, whoa, 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 whoa. Well, no, no, no. You got to understand something. When I say I, I love him, I mean, like, I like his, his, like from a poli sci point of view, I like what he, mm. where he goes and, and how he does it. The, the him himself 
he's just another redneck from Florida. Right. Um, but he said something that you say all the fucking time. Okay, I'm just kidding. I did the silence to fuck with you. I was like like genuinely interested. I was like, what could Rick Wilson possibly say that I said? He was talking about how uh, Democrats in Florida um, couldn't couldn't have huge dicks. Yeah, they they can't bring up their expectations, you know, to save anybody's lives. Where the Republicans have always had that advantage, they've always been able to excite their base, and. Um, the Republican or the Democrats in Florida always run everything like Hillary Clinton ran her her uh, right campaign like and making in, sure it's okay with Republicans first, like making like we can't. Well, that and 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 being fucking daft, like it just like it, it just like not understanding the territory. Yeah. I, it, she didn't even run for president, and look right. what Bill Nelson did. Remember Bill Nelson? Yeah, he handed it. He handed it off. He was just handed like, it to yeah. Did he go? Handed it to, didn't even didn't even famously. And this gets forgotten a lot because I, I was actually getting into a fight on Twitter with a bunch of fucking Bill Nelson revisionist you know um, defenders the other day, and my like my 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 final salvo when I was arguing with them was like, oh, why don't you point me to Bill Nelson's um, Spanish language uh, campaign website? Oh, that's right. He fucking forgot. He just forgot running for Senate in Florida. He forgot to have a Spanish language website. Just yeah. fucking forgot. Meanwhile, Rick Scott, fucking uh, crypt keeper, was flying back and forth to Puerto Rico every fucking weekend uh, and personally handing out uh, supplies in Hurricane Maria. And he, Bill Nelson, forgot 45% of the state's voters, just completely wiped them off. And by the way, like 80% of the Democrat base voters yeah. in the state. Yeah. And uh, and it just a uh, and and I hate to get too uh, too off topic here, but I I I'm really I feel real bad that Hurricane Maria that whole thing is going to be forgotten due to yeah. coronavirus. Yeah. Now we it, I mean it, it's it should be rem- the America should be reminded that uh, um, President Trump let three thousand Puerto Ricans die. Yeah. Yeah. And did you see? Um... It was a funny meme that I saw, and I hate to reduce it to memes, but honestly, it's like becoming my only language that I have left. Um, there hey, was you can a, talk to boomers. Boomers love that shit. The, uh, the movie Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Did you watch that or no? Speaking of yeah, Coen yeah, Brothers yeah, I did. stuff, so there's a scene there where um, where uh, James Franco's character he plays in one of the vignettes uh, is set to be hanged in early in that vignette, and then escapes and gets caught again and is about to be hung again and he's being hung for the second time and he's got the rope around his neck and he's looking over at a guy to his left who's going to be hung in this like line of 10 people that are getting hung or getting hanged and um he looks over at the guy and the guy's blubbering and crying all over the place and he goes he goes first time huh like that (laughs) and somebody had screen capped that and been like the guy who was blubbering is all of America dealing with Trump and coronavirus. And then the James Franco character was Puerto Rico mm-hmm. saying yeah. like, oh, yeah, first time dealing with this shit, huh? Yeah, yeah. well, it fucking sucks dealing with this motherfucker. Yeah, uh, this this president, this era will be studied in history. I, I don't think poli sci will get too far into it. Um, maybe law. Law will look into it because of all the laws they broke. Poli sci will only look into it as um, you can't do this, and it'll be pretty simple. Um, but the history will be huge; it'll be massive. It's so much shit's going to come out. Um, at, you know, usually like five every five to ten years, more information will come out. It depends on who's president. Um, it depends on the mood of Congress. Uh, I think it might be a little earlier. And I, again, I think it's because so many people will want to quickly wash their hands of him. Like a Marco Rubio's of the world. He's already started. Yeah. He's already starting the whole, I'm not with that guy Yeah, because he knows. And, and But he has to do a real delicate dance because he, there, are, he, so much of his political future rests on the same people who, they will always vote for Marco Rubio, these people, yeah. but they'll love Donald Trump. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, he can't spoil, he can't like 
yuck their yum you know I've been yeah using that at, at the same time he's being called little marco which is derogatory but okay Fucking and at the same fish. time he has a second family yeah, allegedly has a second family in new york he has a second dolphins cheerleader that he married allegedly um <laughs> all right james we gotta cut it off but i want to have you back on because one thing we didn't get to talk about um because dave has a hard stop of six minutes ago but uh <laughs> Sorry, but man. um i'm just throwing dave under the bus all day, all night tonight mm. but i want to have you back on to talk about what it's like being a teacher during this time but i figure maybe i'll let you actually get back to school a little bit and then yeah. are you going to be working this semester or no um yeah they already called me um i'm not going to be teaching my own class i'm actually going to be subbing until i okay. move yeah. but it's full classrooms apparently so okay so all right we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that at some uh some point in the near future okay so thanks for coming on man yeah hey let me plug my album real, real do it time. do it all right do it well and you Band can find the if you you can find the link in the uh, you can find the link in the description here on the on the on the um, show description. Yes. So uh, yes, and uh, the band is called the Handy Dandies, and the album is called Little Tweaker Pad on the Prairie, out September 11th. And you can remember that because the Canadians burned down the White House in 1814 on September 11th. Thank you. All right.